Today, we're jumping into one of the most transformative beliefs that I have cultivated in my life and in my mindset. And that is, I'm exactly where I should be. Powerful, right? Imagine believing that even in the midst of failure, you're exactly where you should be. Even in the midst of a long to-do list where you got nothing done today, you're exactly where you should be. When you're wishing that you were further along in your career, you're still exactly where you should be. This thought is available to you all of the time. You could find evidence for how this thought is true about every single situation in your life. I'm going to walk you through exactly how to do that today in this episode. You ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast, the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. Hey, working moms. If you haven't heard, next week, I am hosting a week-long event called Belief Week. This is all about increasing your confidence and feeling like a really amazing working mom. I'm giving you all of these tools and supports and teaching to really help you bolster the thoughts that you have about yourself, the beliefs that you hold about yourself, so that you start to believe in yourself in a much deeper, more powerful way. And this week on the podcast, I want to focus on one belief that I am going to be talking about in Belief Week. And I chose this belief because it has been one that has been the most impactful in my life. All week during Belief Week, I'm going to be giving you belief bump exercises, as I'm calling them. Those are like little questions and things to help spark your brain to really deepen your understanding of who you are and feeling amazing about who you are. And every day I'm going to be giving you a powerful belief that really is transformative for me and my clients. And this week we're focusing on just one of those powerful, transformative beliefs. And that belief is that I'm exactly where I should be. I'm going to pause for a moment because I really want that thought to sink in, that belief. I'm exactly where I should be. Now, you might not believe that right now, but it's not because it's not true. It's just because you're choosing to think about where you're at in life and at this very moment in a different way. But this belief is always available to you. You can always find reasons for why this is true, no matter what your circumstances are. So today, I want to give you some really common examples about how this belief can be really transformational in what scenarios it is most transformational. Kind of talk about how I see this pop up with myself and my clients. So we're going to just dive right in. Now, I want to start by talking about the everyday experience as a working mom. For most of us, there is this constant, you know, push and pull between work and home. And when we're at work, you know, our mom brain doesn't turn off just because we go to work. And when we're at home, our work brain doesn't turn off, right? And we're constantly thinking about one and the other. And there's this feeling of in-betweenness that happens for so many of us. And though I went through a very long season of this after my daughter was born seven and a half years ago when I went back to work after maternity. I feel it a little bit less now, but I hear it a lot in my clients. 
I really, really wanted to be with my daughter. And I was very nervous that I was making the wrong decision to be a full-time working parent. It wasn't the best decision for her. It wasn't maybe the best decision for me. And my brain was very, very worried that I was making a wrong choice. And so I was constantly mulling that over while at work. Thus, I wasn't really feeling great about my job and I wasn't feeling great about the work I was putting out because I was constantly worried that I was sacrificing or my daughter was really sacrificing for me. And I see this kind of mindset happen with a lot of women where they're worried about making a wrong choice or like they're currently making a wrong choice, you know, whether that is to work at all, like it was for me, like big picture, I was just really worried that I shouldn't be working and that I was kind of screwing up my child by working. But then this idea of wrongness can come up in kind of everyday decisions like, you know, whether you should work late tonight or work on a weekend, or maybe you're choosing to do that, or maybe you're choosing to participate in an activity that's just for you, or maybe you're prioritizing working out instead of, you know, spending that time with your family. And there's all of this guilt and your brain is wondering if you're making the right decision or not. And you're feeling really anxious about that. Maybe you're doing it wrong, or maybe you're going to regret the decision that you're making. So this thought, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, is a really powerful thought to be cultivating in these moments because likely it doesn't really feel true in the moment, right? Your brain is saying, but I don't know if I'm making the right choice. I don't know if this is what I should be doing. I don't know if I'm going to regret this. And that's where your brain dominantly is in these moments. So when you introduce this belief that I'm exactly where I should be and you start to find reasons for why that is also true, it begins to release some of that anxiety and guilt that you're holding on to because your brain is so dominantly wondering if you're making the right choice. And what you're really doing in these moments when you ask yourself this question or when you believe this thought, I'm exactly where I should be, what you're doing is you're reinforcing to your brain the reason why you are making the decision you're making. It always feels more powerful to direct your brain to support the choice that you've already made, like the choice to work or the choice to prioritize working out or the choice to go on a work trip or the choice to work late tonight. You know, it's always better and more powerful to support that choice than it is to second guess it and wonder if it's the right choice. So believing that I'm exactly where I should be, that's you supporting the decision you've already made and reminding your brain why you made it in the first place. So for me, let me give you an example. When I went back to working my corporate job after my daughter was born and I was thinking this thought, I'm exactly where I should be and reminding my brain of how that was true. What that looked like is I started to think about why I decided to work full-time in the first place, why working at the company I was at was the right choice for me in that moment. I would think things like, I'm an achiever. I'm ambitious. I know that working is really where I want to be. It's important to me to have a very meaningful career. That's a value of mine. I want to demonstrate to my daughter that she can go after big dreams and she can have a big career and she doesn't have to feel like she's sacrificing that for her family. And although also at this time, if you know a bit of my story, I was in the middle of also trying to figure out what I wanted next in my career. So I was in the middle of kind of this whole career, trying to find myself decision process. But I also knew that the job I was in was the right place for me to be sorting through that. You know, that it wasn't the right time to be mixing up my job if I knew that ultimately 
I was just going to go off and do something completely different in the future anyway. So I knew that I was in the right place because this was the safe place for me to be exploring all of those things. I also knew that I was the breadwinner and that the money was what we needed and that I was holding the insurance and that was really important to us. I also knew that I picked an amazing daycare for my daughter to go to and that they became a really important and intricate part of helping me, you know, helping us to raise her and me being supported as a parent. You see how I could rattle off a whole lot of thoughts ultimately that support this idea that I'm exactly where I should be. And that's kind of what this sounds like. It sounds like you thinking this thought and then finding all of these reasons for why that might be true. So let's take another example. Let's take an example like working out. I had a client that worked with me one-on-one and she felt very guilty for working out. That was one of the things that she and I talked about. I remember in one particular session, you know, even though her husband was very supportive and said, I I will watch the kids. You take as much time as you need. It's totally okay. We can plan on this every Saturday morning. We can plan on this, you know, whatever. He was very supportive. It was her that felt all of this guilt for leaving the kids home with her husband during that time. So we worked at cultivating this thought when she was working out and whenever those feelings of guilt would surface because she was choosing to do that. And she would begin to think to herself, this is exactly where I should be. This is exactly what I should be doing. Being healthy now is the best thing I could ever give my family. I'm adding years to my life right now by working out. Even though I'm missing out on an hour now, in the long run, this is the best thing for them. I am so much more patient and calm after I work out. They are truly getting a better version of me when I prioritize me. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife because I choose to work out. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. You see how these belief is possible for her. She just needed to redirect her brain to those things so that in the moment, she kind of settled down her brain about this decision and she kind of told it, hey, we've made this decision to work out and it's the right decision. Here's all of the right decisions. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And in this moment, it really confirmed for her her decision on why she was working out. It made her feel more powerful. It calmed down her brain. She felt more settled, more sufficient. You know, and all of these things are what we want as ambitious working moms. That was some of the everyday kinds of moments and decisions where this thought can be extremely powerful and shift your thinking. But I want to take us to another type of scenario. Most ambitious women that I meet, they also call themselves achievers. They run themselves by a to-do list. They like to get a lot of things done. They're entrusted with a lot in their job. They have a constant list running in their brain. They're kind of the organizer of the family. And in a lot of ways, success for them is often measured by how much they achieve and how much they push themselves. This is just a very common mindset and a common motivator for ambitious women. A thought that these women battle constantly is, I'm behind. I should be further ahead. I should have gotten more done today. I should have achieved more, right? Those are all just flavors of basically the thought I'm behind. And I see this pop up in a few ways. You know, in the everyday, this tends to happen like at the end of a workday. When you're trying to get out the door to get home to your family or trying to pick up your kid at daycare, whatever it may be, or since for some of us, their kids still aren't in normal-ish daycare, so they're just trying to walk out their office door and their house to join their family. 
And, you know, they look at their to-do list, like the first thought is, I didn't get enough done today. And that thought makes them feel very overwhelmed. It makes them feel disappointed and frustrated, maybe even inadequate. And then they feel guilty for that. And likely what they do is one of two things. They either walk out the door to join their family anyway, and they just feel bad about themselves. And they're constantly thinking about their work during the course of time when they're with their family. So they're not feeling very present. Or they don't go with their family at the time that they want to leave work that day. And they sacrifice time with their family in order to get more done. And they just keep working to achieve more, to cross more things off the list in order to feel better. So thinking this thought in this moment, I'm exactly where I should be. You know, at the end of a work day, what you're doing is you're reinforcing the decisions that you made that day, the meetings that you took that day. You start recounting things that you did accomplish that day the emails that you sent, the interactions that you had, the progress that you made on projects, the small things that you checked off your list, the phone calls you took. When you're thinking, I'm exactly where I should be, you're reinforcing to your brain the things you achieved instead of the things that you didn't. And sometimes I even have my clients go through an exercise at the end of their workday where they write out the things that they accomplished because their brain no matter how much they've accomplished that day is always telling them that they could have done more and that they didn't accomplish enough. And so what we start to do is retrain their brain to start looking at the things that they did accomplish and the things that they did do. And this is kind of one of the ways we do it by looking at this thought or cultivating this belief. I accomplished enough today. I'm exactly where I should be. I remember I had one client She was at an executive level in her company, and she had one of those jobs that was just a constant revolving door of people coming in and needing things from her. She had a lot of direct reports. She had a really big team. And one of the things we worked on in coaching is reminding her brain that her job was to help solve her direct reports problems or to help equip them to solve their own problems and to strategize with them. And that those things were infinitely more important than checking things off of her list. So part of her thinking, I'm exactly where I should be, was reminding her brain that she was paid to strategize and help her direct reports more than anything else. That was the most important part of her job. Of course, she still needed to plan time, like some uninterrupted time to get things done. And we also worked on that too. But generally speaking, if she had a day where she didn't cross a whole lot of things off of her list because she was putting out a whole lot of fires and she was meeting with a whole lot of people, like that was what she got paid to do. And she needed to retrain her brain to see that that was exactly what she should be doing. And so she accomplished everything she was supposed to accomplish that day. Now, for some women, feeling behind shows up kind of in a bigger picture in life. Like I'm behind in my career. I should be further ahead. I should be at a higher level. I should be making more money. It's kind of like you're behind a little bit in life. Now, this one often actually shows up for me as an entrepreneur because I set my own goals and I make my own financial goals and I have my own business. And so when I'm not making money, when I'm not hitting my goals or making progress in the way that I want to make progress in my brain, for sure likes to default all of the time to how I'm behind and how I should be further ahead, particularly because I participate in a mastermind with other coaches and I see them being successful and I see their success and I go, why am I not doing that right now? And I feel behind, you know, I feel terrible about myself. For some people, this I'm behind belief is kind of this overarching one. So I love the thought I'm exactly where I should be in these moments because it brings so much perspective. It requires you to zoom out and say, okay, here's how I got myself here. Here's the path I'm on and here's why I'm on it. 
Here's why I've had the success that I've had. Here's why I haven't had the success that I've had. It also begins to remind your brain that success can happen in an instant. You know, if you want to be further along in your career, it might be time to ask for a promotion like tomorrow (laughs) to set up that appointment to begin the process. Or maybe if you know that you're not going to be able to move up in your career in this company, it's time to move companies, right? To take some ownership over your career path. And when you zoom out, oftentimes we have the perspective to see that, to see how we got ourselves here and where we want to go. And sometimes I look at this belief, I'm exactly where I should be with my clients. And we examine not just the external evidence. You know, we don't just look at how they make enough money for their family and how they live in the house that they want to live in and how they are constantly praised at work and how they're, you know, living in the city that they want to be in and their kids are in the schools that they want them to be then. You know, those are all external evidence. And we look at those things to support why you're exactly where you should be. But we also look at the internal evidence, you know, where your heart is right now. Where are the soft skill lessons, if you will, that you are learning right now? Maybe you're learning to be an extra patient parent with some very challenging kids and you're expelling a lot of energy working on being patient instead of building up a skill set at work. That's equally important. That's exactly where you should be. That's exactly what you should be doing. Maybe you are learning how to care less what other people think of you or you're learning how to say no or you're learning how to put up really strong boundaries and leave work every day at five o'clock. Maybe you're learning how to not get so angry with your kids and you're learning how to have more self-control with your technology. These are like heart lessons. That's the way I like to call them. They're soft skill lessons in some way. And there's evidence as you look at those for showing you why you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. It can be hard sometimes to have the external growth and the internal growth at the same time. Oftentimes what I see happen is internal growth happens and then the external growth follows. You're not behind. You're just focusing on something else. And we just want to focus your brain on how it could be true that you're exactly where you should be right now in your life, in your career, where you're living, in your marriage as a parent, and really find all of the evidence for that. Now, the last example I want to give you is how This thought can be true even in the midst of failure. Now, this might be the actual hardest one for people because we do not like to fail. Our brains do everything possible to avoid failure, to avoid risk. And when we fail, our brain often likes to use that as evidence for why we actually got it wrong, for why we made the wrong choice, for why we actually aren't good enough. (laughs) Our brain likes to use it against us. And so in this moment, thinking I'm exactly where I should be is a very powerful belief to be redirecting your brain to because it reinforces more of the positive of what's going on in the moment, what you gained from the situation of failure instead of the ickiness of how it feels. Now, I have a client in my group coaching program, the Ambitious and Balanced Working Moms Collective. That's where I teach five steps to work-life balance. And she's in the middle of a job search right now. And the last few jobs for her have been kind of a bit rocky. They haven't been the right fit for her. And her brain likes to go back into those stories and tell her how she failed at those jobs and how she made the wrong choice. And then when she starts thinking about those stories, she gets all very anxious and she gets very scared. And she starts taking that into her job and she's starting to worry about finding the right job and making the right choice. And she starts to wonder if she's really any good at what she's doing. You know, her brain likes to question all of these things by looking at these past decisions she's made and thinking that she made them wrong and that she failed at them. So every time we coach together, I always help her brain redirect into this thought 
how are you exactly where you're supposed to be right now? And she'll tell me things like, well, I wasn't happy in that job. And so it's not really where I want to be anyway. Oh, that's a good reason to be exactly where you should be. You weren't happy there. You're happier now, even though you're still looking for other work and you feel bad at times. Like this is exactly where you should be, not in an unhappy job. That makes sense. And she'll tell me things like how much she gets to spend time with her kiddo in a way that she didn't before and how she loves that. Again, more evidence for how she's exactly where she should be. Or she tells me about how she really wants to learn from her past experiences and why she chose the jobs that she did and why they weren't the right fit and what her actual strengths are. And she wants to build her confidence up. And she's taking the time in coaching to really do that work so that she can make more powerful decisions in the future. She's exactly where she should be as she learns that skill set of making more powerful decisions as she builds up her confidence. Or she'll tell me about how she's in a good financial place. She's not desperate to find a job like right now. More evidence for how she's exactly where she should be. You know, I watch her struggle to come up with these reasons and that's 100% okay because her brain isn't dominantly there. We have to redirect it back there. But every time she pushes her brain to think about why she's exactly where she should be, why she isn't behind, why she didn't make wrong choices in the past and why she should be right here, It reinforces in her brain that she's in control. She knows how to make decisions for herself, that she's in the middle of figuring this out. You know, and her whole demeanor begins to change. Her whole energy relaxes. She feels more comforted. She feels less anxious. I'll talk to clients about how a presentation doesn't go so well or how they had a conversation with their boss that didn't go so well or they didn't get a sale, you know, on a client that they had hoped to get or how they didn't handle a moment with their kid in the way that they had hoped and they had yelled. And, you know, we'll talk about kind of these like failure moments and what they learned and what they gained from the experience and sometimes why some of those things aren't even their fault, why they couldn't even control the situation. You know, we start to depersonalize failure so that it doesn't feel so icky for them. And what we're doing is we're reinforcing in their brain that failure happens and that we learn from it. That's exactly where you should be. You should be failing and learning all of the time because maybe, not even maybe, like for sure, we need to learn lessons and failure so that we can catapult ourselves into success in the future. Or maybe they needed to learn that that tactic with their kid didn't work out so well. (laughs) They didn't calm down. They had a terrible reaction. You didn't stay calm. Okay, you needed to learn that so you can find a better way to interact with your kid and try something else. The process of going after big things in our life and not settling and having a really successful and fulfilling career and a joy-filled experience as a mother, you know, that all requires failure. It requires you to try new things, to put yourself out there, to advocate for yourself, to go after big things, to feel uncomfortable as you have uncomfortable conversations. And it's not always going to work out. You're not always going to get to the outcome that you want. You're going to fail. But it is in the midst of that failure that you grow more comfortable with that discomfort, that you learn important skills, that you learn how to be resilient, that you learn about your strengths, you learn how to evaluate and adjust, you learn how to start asking for help. I know that in order for you to achieve at the level that you want to achieve, you are going to have to learn the lessons you learn in failure. You're going to have to experience the emotions that come with failure and learn how to feel those and be with those. You're going to have to learn how to cultivate that. So even in the midst of all of the ickiness of failure, it is always exactly where you should be if you choose to see it that way. 
Now, I want to remind you that the goal as you introduce this belief in these moments is not to make yourself feel better. Well, it sort of is, and it's sort of not. When you're thinking, I'm doing it wrong, or something's wrong, or I'm behind, or I should be further ahead, or I shouldn't have gotten more done, I shouldn't have failed, I'm not good enough, right? When you're thinking all of those thoughts, those are the ones we were just talking about. Those tend to make us feel guilty and inadequate, and maybe there's even some shame in all of that. And those feelings really just aren't useful to us. They're very harsh feelings. They make us feel bad about ourselves. They kind of tear us down. They tear down our belief in ourselves. They make us feel less confident. We make less confident decisions. The thought, I'm exactly where I should be, is really helping to counter those particular thoughts and emotions. Now, it's still probably hard to leave your baby at daycare every day. It's still probably uncomfortable to fail. It still feels bad to be let go from a job, even if you didn't want to be there in the first place. It's okay that it feels sad or hard or you feel disappointed or even frustrated. Like those emotions are very normal human emotions that are going to come with hard situations. We're not trying to make life rosy all the time. We're not trying to make it positive all the time. That's not really what this thought is all about. This thought is about getting rid of the guilt and the shame and the inadequacy so that you can move forward easier and faster, right? It's about having a more positive view of yourself and your decisions instead of negative one and remembering that the goal is to really build up your belief for the decisions you make regardless of if they work out or not so that you feel powerful and confident and in control to make more. I'm exactly where I should be. Wherever you're at right now listening to this podcast, you know, whether you're at home cooking a meal or you're commuting or you're working out or it's just on in the background, wherever you're at, I want you to just pause for a moment or redirect your brain to this thought. I'm exactly where I should be. Answer that question. How is that true? How is it true? I'm exactly where I should be. And whatever your brain wants to offer you, it's right. There's no right answer to that decision. And if your brain at first says, well, I don't think that's true. I want you to push through that until you can get to an answer, at least a few on how that's true. It is always true that you are exactly where you should be. You just need to redirect your brain to find the reasonings behind it. I'm sending you all the love, Working Moms. Don't forget to join me next week for Belief Week, where you will learn several more of these transformative beliefs. You will increase your confidence and start feeling like the badass working mom you are. You can go to RebeccaOlsonCoaching.com forward slash Belief Week. All right. See you next week.